0: Welcome to the Boss Life with Bonds podcast. I'm your host, Coach Bonnie, and I'm here to help you level up your mindset, your lifestyle, your career or business all the way up. That starts with your mind and your willingness to embody the most evolved and most expansive version of yourself. Each episode, I'll be diving into the topics you've been avoiding or that you didn't even know needed to be addressed. The topics that have created belief systems that have kept you stuck and that no longer serve you. I'm here to call you out on your BS so you can create a new mindset, a new vision, and ultimately a new life where you are the boss. Let's dive in. What is up, and welcome back to another episode of The Boss Life with Bonds. I am your host, Siobhan Bonnie, and it feels so good to just say my first name and my middle name and. Guys, I'm going to unload a whole bunch of stuff for you today in the next 15 to 20 minutes because this is going to be a short episode because it's going to be an intro to uh, this series. I don't want a CEO anymore. And I feel like that is the cry of so many women, maybe not even just women, but so many of us online entrepreneurs who um, had a passion, um, had a skill, had a craft, had a vision, had an idea. And we got sucked into, you guys already know my feelings on this, right? They got sucked into the um, online coaching space, the online business coaching space, where um, there were a lot less actual business coaches and a lot more opportunist or people that knew how to create courses or people who had simply been successful in their own business And decided to turn around and teach it to others, some more well-intending than others, um, others who saw it as an opportunity to get rich quick, no matter what the collateral damage was. And in my personal opinion, and I've said this before, I feel like if you are going to be a business owner, you are by default definition, you're, you're a leader whether it's to yourself, whether it's to your team, whoever, you're a leader. And so I feel like we have an obligation to do what's right. And I know I sound very naive and I know that I may sound like a little child, but I'm going to stick to my values because in not doing so, I nearly burnt out multiple times and almost ran my business that was doing pretty well before I was told how well it was not doing into the ground. So let's jump in. That was a mouthful. Let that sit for a moment. All these influencers, or maybe some of them are coaches that you see online, the ones that are posting every day, the ones that are not posting every day, the ones that are um, pitching their services, the ones that maybe don't pitch their services so much. There's a lot that's going on behind the scenes when you're someone who is putting yourself out there every day consistently. And one thing that I've learned about entrepreneurship, several things, I'll give you some of my favorite nuggets that I was told before I jumped in the game the only way you can fail in business is if you're lazy or unorganized. I experienced both, (laughs) but it was a result of burnout. Um, Another thing that I heard was you'll either fix your failures or your flaws, or they will fail your business. Experience that as well. Um, But one of the things that I love about this is that it forces you to become a better person. And if you don't, it will fail your business, you will lose uh, your credibility and it will affect your reputation. And that's just being a a business owner in general, right? If you have, you know, poor customer service skills, that's going to kill your business. Um, If you're not a great leader, you're going to have a high turnover rate because nobody wants to work for you, which is what you experience with a lot of smaller businesses, mom and pop shops and stuff. Not always, but usually when it's family owned, I hear the worst stories about managers and, um, family-owned businesses because there's no regulation Um, and no one's calling them out no one's holding them accountable to make them become better so that's the kind of business they have right and their business runs them um what else what's another example um of you not fixing your failures and it can or you not fixing your flaws and it affecting your business (sighs) I have a, I get irritable easily, usually, but not, let me rephrase that. I get irritable when I'm overwhelmed. Um, We can, that's been said to be a characteristic of someone with ADHD, but I also just think any human who's overwhelmed might fall into that, but maybe normal people handle it better. But I'm usually irritable. Um, when I'm on high alert and I'm managing a lot of things at once. And that is something that I get to work on. And if I don't work on it, then I'll continue to receive feedback that, hey, this client said that your interaction with them was a little aggressive or whatnot. So you see what I'm saying? Like, if we don't fix our flaws, they're going to fail our business. So entrepreneurship to me is the ultimate personal development journey. And that's why when I say it's not for everybody, it's not to make people feel bad like oh you're not cut out for this like that's that's silly no not everybody's cut out for everything but there are people that are unwilling to learn from their mistakes there are people that are unwilling to admit that they were wrong and there's people that are unwilling to grow and if that's you you will not become a leader in the industry you will not become the the um the, the best version that you could be that has a maximum impact on people's lives you know so that's my two cents <laughs> But I wanted to do this podcast today. Originally, I was going to be here with my homegirl, Shauna Jackson, uh, owner of Dharma's Calling, and she recently went back to work. And I am at a place where I am on the fence. I have pros and cons list a mile long for both. I'm on the fence of going back to work at the gym that I worked at before COVID. Because I just recently announced on social media that I would be taking a break, um, not from posting about fitness because that's how I make my money, but taking a break from doing all of the things all the time, CEOing, and just just spreading myself extremely thin. Now that's no business coach's fault of mine that I spread myself too thin. In fact, it's actually pretty funny. I was talking to God this morning or I was just in my head, if you don't believe in God, then I was talking to my highest self, whoever, talking to somebody smarter than me. <laughs> and um, I was like, okay, I'm ready for the next step. And then we both kind of like pause, like if I could see a visual of God or my high self, it was like, is you really? Because last time we showed you a glimpse of your future, you decided you had to try to make all of that happen right now, right? And I'm like, yeah, I did. I did try to build a multi million dollar life coaching business and a multi million dollar fitness coaching business all at the same time while trying to be the president of an organization, compete in international speech contests, be a single mom, be in a relationship. I was doing all of the things. Somebody told me to do that. In fact, everyone said, pick one thing. And I said, Fuck you. God showed me this vision. I'm gonna do it. So that's all on me. <laughs> oh God. But what's not on me? was this overarching continuous pressure to scale my business overnight. And when I say me getting back to my values, the two core values I'm talking about are slow and steady wins the race and quality over quantity. And if there's one thing that I did allow myself to get caught up in, brainwashed, easily influenced, whatever, was in this idea that my business had to scale to six figures in a short amount of time. And if it didn't, then I was a failure. And I've mentioned this before. Um, It took me a long time to forgive myself for um, feeling like a failure, like coming, like, you know, being right there and then not hitting it. Like I'm talking about so close. It's not even, I probably, if I ran my numbers again, I probably did um, hit that six figure mark (laughs) because side note, that was my failure that I had to fix literally so I didn't ruin my business, my finances, looking at them, detailing them and not being afraid of them. That was going to fail my business because I was terrified to look at my numbers. I thought if I just keep making more money, then it will get better. But the more money I made, the more subscriptions I'd sign up for, the more I would just throw my money at coaches because I didn't trust my own intuition. That vision that God gave me was so freaking big. I didn't know how to make it happen. So I thought, okay, I have to hire a team. Okay, I have to keep hiring coaches because I don't know how to get there. And all the while, God is like, just put one foot in front of the other. My highest self is like everything that you feel intuitively led to do is going to take you to the next step. I can specifically remember hearing, because I'm like, God, do I go back to work? That's really humiliating. Or do I, do I just, you know, entrepreneur it out? Because just like in serving, you could have a shitty night and all it takes is one table to come in and tip you 50 a $100 and boom, you've had a good night. Same thing in Entrepreneurship. And have a shitty month and all it takes is one or two clients to completely turn your mouth around so do i hang on to that or do i go back to the gym because my vision before covid was to find a place to train people in person and to have my own facility so i could do my life coaching sessions and my personal training sessions and eventually expand that property into a full-size gym slash community center thinking like ymca but specifically for women and then grow to make these nationwide. Like that was my vision and then COVID happened. And then I was introduced to this new way of growing rapidly and it seemed so appealing. So I got taken and whisked away. And um, I'm in a season now where I'm finally slowing down and getting back to what's important to me and it's not scaling overnight. I did not get a chance to perfect my craft figure out what I do and don't want. I had to, I learned what I do and don't want in a, in a very costly way. This podcast series is going to be about everything that I just kind of touched on. I'm going to go deeper into all those topics. But at the end of the day, I want this episode to bless the heart of my my friends that went through the same path I did. Hopefully you didn't have to spend 20, I I did the math again, it's not 20K, it's well over like almost 30K that I spent on different business coaches from 2018 to 2022, because I was like, we're done, we're done. I've learned so many different ways to scale, to build programs, to be a better live, to be better on my lives, which I don't even use any of that stuff that I learned for the lives. I don't even, like half the stuff, I just have a brain full of knowledge that none of the stuff resonated with what I was creating. Um, because my vision looked different than what they wanted me to create. And this has been two and a half years of just internal struggle, cognitive dissonance, self-doubt, confusion, worry, all of these things, because none of it made any sense. And I want to start this series because I think this needs to be talked about more. There are people that are posting still pretending like everything's okay in their business and in their life, and it's not out of pride and I know that I'm a leader, whether it's from the fitness coaches that I have the pleasure of mentoring and different coaching containers, or whether it's people that I've interacted with on social media, people that make more money than me, people that have been around longer. I know that my words have power and I want to be one to speak up and talk about what this shit really feels like to constantly be what, it, what it's like in our shoes, Before my ADHD kicked in and I told you guys 10 different stories in 10 minutes, (laughs) I was thinking about imagine for a second how hard it is for you as a person that may not be an influencer or someone with their business online. How hard it may be to post. Maybe maybe not you, but there's plenty of people who don't even have their profile picture online, who never post, who create profiles just so they can consume content, and I'm not knocking y'all, whatever. But the idea of actually posting is overwhelming and outright like terrifying for some people. I have clients who are in the same boat who f- have no idea what's going on, um, not what's going on, who are overwhelmed at the idea of making an introduction post in our client community. There's less than 50 people in the client community and there's women that are terrified to say, hi, this is, I'm so-and-so, I'm from here, I'm ready to start this journey. They're terrified. So j- just of being seen. So I want you to think about what it's like. I have four Instagram accounts, Mind and Body Co., Mind and Body Fit, Siobhan Bonds, my personal one, and Bon Bonds 128, which was like my old Church Bonnie account. On TikTok, I have Siobhan Bonnie, and then I have Mind and Body Fit. Thanks to Threads, I now have a Threads account. I got a LinkedIn account. Oh, Lord, on Facebook, we got Siobhan Bonnie, Mind and Body Co, Mind and Body Fit, and Siobhan Bonnie Patterson, right? One's my fitness page, and one's my personal page. And I used to have Winter Park Toastmasters on there for when I would manage that. So I have been consistently putting myself out there in stories, podcast, podcast, lives, workshops, like everything. And part of this journey of healing, part of this journey of entrepreneurship and personal development, like all of it has been on display for the world to see. Every mistake, everything that I have said that was incorrect or everything, like my viewpoints that have changed over the years. Like I got to grow and heal on a public platform while also trying to build my business while also learning to trust myself. This has been a lot. My nervous system has been like on edge and like always like from the time I would wake up 4, 5, 6 a.m. to the time I go to sleep and even while I'm sleeping and this break that I'm taking from posting is um, long overdue but I'm going to use this series to kind of take a fine tooth comb and comb through some of the things that I didn't get to process while moving a thousand miles per hour and my intention is for other entrepreneurs to find some solidarity, as my friend says, in in this rest, right, that we get to have that we don't have to feel ashamed of doing. This is also for clients or anyone else who I have not had the best interactions with over the past couple of years, specifically this past 12 months. I have not been myself. I've been trying to be this boss bitch CEO lady. And when it comes to fitness, yes, call me a fucking boss. When it comes to business, I have never felt confident and never wanted to be a business person. That's why I was a server and that's why I love the entrepreneur life because I don't have to dress a certain way. I don't have anyone to impress. But somewhere after signing up to being an online fitness coach, I did have everyone, in fact, to impress. And it took me years to become a confident online fitness coach. And as soon as I got confident, I was told, you know, you got to scale, you got to scale. You know, or make courses, make courses, courses, make more money, it's scale, scale, scale. So as soon as I got comfortable in my own skin as an online fitness coach, I felt called or not called, I felt this pull into the spiritual life coaching space. And, um, these women's pages, they are, they are very well put together and I am not. So there was, there was a whole, you know, <laughs> uh, learning curve there as well. But at the end of the day, I just, I want to share these things with you. And I also think that it aligns with the topic that I'm always talking about, which is feminine leadership, because for the first time in a long time, I'm like, I want to be taken care of. Like I, I don't have anything to prove anymore. I've proven to myself that I can make, you know, 10, 12, 15 K months in my business. I've proven to myself that I can have a community that has gotten up to around 50 clients at a couple times here. I've proven to myself I can handle those numbers. I've proven to myself that I can do a lot of things. I've proven to myself a lot of things. And what I'm done doing is proving to other people, um, what I can do. Um, I'm done worrying about what my business, what my career moves, um, what that looks like on the outside because alignment and impact are my key priorities, not whether or not someone thinks I'm a, a, freaking corporate boss bitch. Like I'll, I'll coach y'all. I will coach the boss bitches. I will coach the CEOs, uh, spiritual fitness, mindset coaching girl. Come here. Let me, let me help you decondition from this fucking rat race. But as far as being that, like, I don't want a CEO anymore. I've heard that, phrase in my head and said it out loud so many times over the past few months. I don't want a CEO anymore. I want to be a coach. I want to be a business owner. I want to I want to make, I've even said like, it's not that I don't want to grow. That's not what I'm saying. Like I know how big my calling is. My vision is. I just don't want to be the one that has to be in the ins and outs with the numbers and making the tough decisions. I'll be the founder. I'll be the owner. But like this CEO business, um, uh, making so many decisions that, that, that junk came overnight and I didn't, That's not what I signed up for when I first started this. I signed up to learn how to be a better coach and how to market myself online. Not to, you know, all these things that I've been striving to do this last year were not, I thought they were in alignment. And for anyone that is like hearing this and like, see, I'm so glad I didn't buy into that or see, I'm so glad this is why I don't make moves. I want to, I want to, I want to, before I end this first episode, I want to let you know that I don't regret any of what I've done. I learned very quickly like a decade's worth of information and three years. So I don't regret any of it. And I always say don't knock it till you try it. I tried the CEO life, I tried the boss bitch life or at least I tried doing it overnight and that's not for me. Will I wanna be the CEO later on down the line? Sure. But and for those of you that are a little confused what's the difference between being the owner and the CEO, CEO has a lot more like the, the CEO title um, basically means like you're you're the, the, the chief, right? Like you, everything comes to you, comes through you. You've got a very structured organization, this, this and that. And I didn't have. I was moving so fast, I didn't have time to put the systems and structures in place. So when I brought my team on, they were coming into a business where everything operated off of stuff that I had stored in my head, which made it very hard for them and for myself. And while trying to grow on social media and while trying to still coach clients, that was a lot for me. Um, And if I could go back in time, I think I would, I don't know, maybe sleep more. (laughs) have more fun because um, i stopped having fun like this this was fun in the beginning and then it stopped being fun and that's when i realized this is not this is not indicative of who i am there's some women that that is their life story they want to work hard really 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 hard become top fortune 500 companies that's not what i want to do um, i want to speak i want to coach i want to teach i want to create courses i want to create gyms and centers for women's health that's what i want to do and that's the path in which i will grow um And I'm ready to get back in alignment with that and stop trying to compete to be, you know, Miss Instagram 2023 or, you know, the the six figure coach like or the seven figure coach like these are all great things to have. And I just don't, for me, when I lead with that as the intention, it never works out well. But when I lead with, let me make the most impact, that's when people actually like are drawn to me and the business grows and it is effortless. But I can't be in that state of flow and honey-like attraction status when I'm stressed out. And, and I'm hating my life and I'm regretting everything. So this break is a chance for me to recalibrate and realign so that when I come back with fresh wisdom, fresh insight, fresh perspective, I can move in my business the way that I've always wanted to before I let myself decide I had to be the CEO in order to be successful. So thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope that you guys got value from this. You know the deal. Uh, screenshot this episode share it to your story tag me at Siobhan Bonnie if you got value from this today and if you know another entrepreneur or online coach who needs to hear this message all right that's it for today I'll see you guys in the next episode peace